Welcome everyone to the We Hate Sports podcast episode 18 coming to you live Monday, April 19th. I'm Tommy, your moderator, and as always, your hosts this evening are PC and TK. Joining us for the episode today are the loudest ever Tolu, Spicy Sean coming at you from his phone, PC, aka Ben, and Crazy Tommy. And we also miss Trey this week on the podcast. He has not forgotten, and we promise you guys he will be back soon. And just a reminder to everyone who enjoys the podcast and likes what they're hearing to please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. You're in the loop and get notified whenever we post a new episode. Also, don't forget to leave a review. We'd love to know what you guys like about our show and it helps support us. And with that said, let's jump right into today's episode, starting with our questions. Last week, Ben Simmons made some interesting comments, to say the least, about the Lakers and the Nets. He was quoted as saying the following, quote, Rivalry? I mean, if they keep the same team, definitely. But it's going to be hard to do that. But we're going for the past champs, the Lakers. They were the ones who won the championship. So you've got to give the respect to them. Obviously, Brooklyn has a lot of talent. But at the end of the day, there's only one ball and you've got to play defense too. So I asked the crew today, who is the bigger threat for the 76ers? Lakers or the Nets? TK, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to make this <clears throat> as short and simple as possible. Um, the answer is the Lakers. Um, the biggest reason for me of why it's the Lakers is because of the health of the Nets. They can't stay healthy. Um, I don't think we need to touch on the defense. I think we all know how atrocious that is. Um, as, as this is being recorded, I believe Kevin Durant just got a new injury yesterday. I don't remember exactly what the injury was. If one of you guys know, you can jump in and tell me what it Thigh is. Confusion. Thigh confusion. There you go. Um, this, 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 this is just really not good for the Nets. Um, I don't see the Nets winning with the, with the dynamic duel, which they would have. The only way I see the Lakers beating a team like the Sixers um, or the Lakers, obviously, is if they have the big three. Um, and when I say the big three, I mean Kevin Durant, um, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. They all need to be fully healthy. Nobody, they're, 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 they haven't even played as a full team yet, I don't think, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think all three of them have been on the court yet. And if they have, it hasn't been for a long uh, period of time. Um, they so play the seven games that, together. Yeah, so the fact that that chemistry hasn't been built yet, that's going to be another problem. Um, I was high on the Nets earlier in the season. I'm, I'm not going to say that I, I, I that my thoughts on them have extremely dropped, but it's dropped a little bit. Um, and like I said, the biggest issue is the defense, of course, is atrocious. And then the fact that they just they just cannot stay healthy. It's always somebody else is always hurt. It's either Kevin Durant or James Harden or James Harden and Kevin Durant or it's Kyrie Irving having personal issues and he needs time off. Like, it's just not the right time. And the playoffs is right around the corner, bro. So um, I'm going to say the Lakers. Um, I believe AD is supposed to be back this week. If I'm not mistaken, LeBron James is supposed to be back in like a week or two. Um, we've all, we already have the chemistry on our team. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 it's just not looking good for the Nets right now, bro. It's just not. Sean, who do you think is the biggest threat? Personally, I think a healthy Nets team beats any team in the league, all 29 of them. But we just haven't seen a healthy Nets team, and it really doesn't look like we're going to anytime soon, at least not this season. And with that, I just can't pick them over the Lakers to beat the Sixers or any other team. No, I wouldn't say any other team, but at least the top competitors. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And Ben, who do you think is the biggest threat? Oh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say the Lakers because the Nets haven't been hefted all, all year. But um, it's the playoffs, so, you know, anything can happen. So we will have to see. 
Uh, you guys already have touched on it. The Los Angeles Lakers are the biggest threat to the Sixers. I think they match up very, very well. You got Ben Simmons' ability to defend the perimeter. You got their shooting. The Lakers' ability to defend the perimeter. You got well, if KCP starts making starts making it will starts making his shots, which he will has been lately, he can shoot the ball. Um, then you got Anthony Davis versus Joel Embiid. Then LeBron versus. Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think the Lakers are a bigger threat. The Nets, they just can't stay healthy. Um, and KD just got injured yesterday. Um, and then they lost to a shorthanded Miami Heat team without Jimmy Butler. And uh, who else are they missing? Uh, I think they, they missed Jimmy. No Oladipo Jim. either. And no Oladipo, yeah. Um, so, I just don't see the Nets being a bigger threat than the Sixers. I think until we see them healthy, without Kevin Durant, they're not coming out of the East. So they better pray that KD heals up because they are not coming out of the East without a healthy Kevin Durant. Kyrie and James Harden is not enough. No. They're not being the Sixers. Hell, I don't even think they're going to be a Miami Heat team, a healthy Miami Heat team. So, All right, let's um, not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. Oh, okay. Anything but, can happen, TK. <laughs> exactly. Anything like the Heat's defense is crazy, but yeah, uh, I think the Lakers are a bigger threat. Okay, and PC. You know, uh, all right. And that's no disrespect to you, to Laker fans. I'm sorry. That that's no disrespect to y'all. I'm I'm saying y'all are the biggest threat. If we do, if we do meet in the finals, y'all are going to obviously be the biggest threat to us. But. We're not in the same conference. We're not in the same conference. Sixers and Nets are in the same conference. Therefore, that by default makes them the biggest threat to us. Because I'm thinking in terms of who can make it to the finals. And they're the one team stopping us from that. Because there are a lot of people that still think that the Nets can you know, beat us in advance to the NBA finals this year. So that's why I got to say on that. Okay. And Tommy, who do you think? The Lakers, because one, the Nets can't stay healthy, and two, um, the Lakers have AD, and so the Nets have nobody to really guard AD. So okay. they couldn't even they could even guard Andre Drummond. <laughs> okay, and let's get into question two. So. With the NFL draft being scheduled for this week, many people believe the Atlanta Falcons will draft Kyle Pitts with the fourth overall pick. Is it smart for Atlanta to draft Pitts over a quarterback? PC. So the Falcons, they're they're in a tough position because I don't think Matt Ryan is as washed as everyone says he is. I think it could still go for at least another two, three seasons for him. So if they do want to make another, you know, one last playoff run, they're going to need weapons for Ryan to throw to. And outside of Julio and Calvin Ridley, of course, like who's their starting tight end? Todd Gurley, you know, is he he's not the same running back he once was. They just got rid of Ito Smith, their their backup running back. And I don't know what the current state of that O line is for them. So I think they need that one more weapon on offense to propel them into a at least a wild card team this year. 
But at the same time, do you want to do you trust your team to come out of the NFC South, which is consistently one of the hardest, you know, divisions in the league? You know, not to mention you have the Super Bowl champs in that same division. You have the Panthers team who just got Sam Darnot, um, and they're probably going to get like another weapon for him in the draft. And then you have the Saints who honestly haven't made much noises here, but they're the Saints. They're going to be a you know pesky team regardless. So if I was if I was the GM for the Falcons, I would go with the future. And that's why I would probably have them drop Justin Fields. Sorry for Bronco fans, aka TK, but you know. Um having them drop Justin Fields I think is the right move in terms of moving forward in the future, looking ahead. Um, because I just, the, the Falcons don't have the firepower to come out of the NFC South. Not like they used to back in like 2015, you know, in, in that team and how powerful that offense was. It's just, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. And um, especially when you continue to blow leads as they've done, give me, give me Justin Fields over Kyle Pitts. Okay, and Ben, do you think it was smart? Um, honestly, I um, honestly, they should drop a quarterback because if if you if they drop Cal Pitts, sure that's a good pick, but like they gotta like they gotta be they gotta be able to beat all these other teams in the division like the Bucks and the Panthers and the Saints. So if I'm the Falcons, I would just drop a quarterback just just to like to to make like the safe pick. Don't just don't just don't do nothing stupid like you know another team will. So. I think they, they should just draft um Justin Fields and just get double. Okay. And Tolu, you think it was smart? Uh, like PC said, I don't think Matt Ryan is as bad as people say he is. But if I'm the Falcons, I'm building for the future. Uh, even if you do get Kyle Pitts, they don't have I don't I don't think they have the firepower to uh, beat the Bucks and Saints and all these other teams. So um, I, I think they should get they should go for the future and get uh, Fields and let him uh, learn under Matt Ryan for a year and then basically a Patrick Mahomes year. Let let him sit out for a year, learn under Matt Ryan, learn the learn the plays, and then he'll take over the following year. And they'll probably like trade Matt Ryan or something. Uh, honestly, if they're just trying to do a short rebuild and just like retool, um, Pitts is the answer. But if they're trying to do a long term rebuild, they should go with Fields. Short and sweet. I like it. All right. And CK? I think they should go with Pitts. Um, like what PC and Tolu said, I, don't th- I think Matt Ryan gets way, way, way too much slender. I think another thing that we need to remember is if my- Matt Ryan scores a field goal or a touchdown in the Super Bowl, he wins that Super Bowl. And then we're not even having this conversation right now at all whatsoever. Um, I believe Matt Ryan has a good two to four years left in the NFL. If you want to get a quarterback, get a quarterback in an upcoming draft. Don't get a don't waste uh don't waste a pick on a quarterback now if Matt Ryan, like you guys just said, literally has like three, four years left. If, God forbid if you can't trade him. Now you're just sitting on a rookie quarterback that you drafted two, three years ago, and you're still sitting on top of that quarterback. I mean, at some point, you don't draft a quarterback, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> top 10, just to sit him for two, three years. Like, you just don't do that. So I believe that if you're going to get a quarterback, start building in the draft now. Take the best player available as many years as you can until Matt Ryan 
starts becoming shit, excuse my language, and then you can draft a quarterback. There's going to be there's going to be quarterbacks in upcoming quarterbacks in upcoming drafts, and I can guarantee you there will be quarterbacks with higher draft stocking than Justin Fields and and a Trey Lance and a Mac Jones. We don't we may not see it now, but it's always and Sean will tell you there's always just those quarterbacks that just come out of nowhere. So if the Falcons are smart, they will draft Kyle Pitts. Build that offense, just keep, like I said, keep drafting the best player available. And then when it comes time to where Matt Ryan is done and he's completely done and you're ready to move on, then you can draft your quarterback or you draft him the year earlier before uh, before uh, Matt Ryan is done. So that's what I think they should do. I'd say you draft Pitts, and like I said, get the best player available for the next couple, for the next coming of years. If you don't want to draft Pitts, I would say they should move back and stock up on that defense because that defense is fucking terrible. So yeah, that's that. I would say Kyle Pitts or move back. Don't take a quarterback right now. They don't need it. And I'm not being biased. Um, I know they they think that Justin Justin Fields is going to be a Bronco either way. So it really doesn't matter. You guys are going to cry, weep, and sob. And with that, I would love to hear what Mr. You Sean really has to say, think I am not going to like it. Do yes. You really yes. think that? Listen, too. listen, listen. Before Sean goes, I'm going to say one more thing. If they get Justin Fields, that's okay because you realize. We're either getting Justin Fields or Trey Lance. We're getting one of the quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. I don't care who. We're getting one of those quarterbacks. You guys will all cry. We've been sob. And, Hermie, unfortunately, you have to let Sean go, and I really don't want to hear what Sean has to say. You you know that's the worst-case scenario for either of those quarterbacks, right, TK? Because you know that uh-huh. they'll then have to go on the list, TK. I mean, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Hermie, take over. I mean, they don't want to go on the list. You, you know what? You know what okay, the list Sean. is. Even Sean knows. This is Sean's first podcast episode. He knows what the list is. Read the list, please. Read the list. Please the new listeners, y'all, y'all don't know who what the list is. Read you know, the, the list, list. Read that the Broncos have had since. I think we need a refresher. I yes, they don't want to go refresher. on the list. Hermie, whose side are you on? TK, TK, TK. We are talking about. The Trevor Simeons, mm. the Paxton Lynches, mm. the Brock Osweilers, ah. the Case Keenums, ah. the Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco, Ooh. the Brandon Allens, TK, okay. <laughs> the Jeff Driscolls, the Brett Riprians. <laughs> <laughs> and the Andrew Stephen Locks TK of your oh. franchise. Ooh, that's the stuff, man. That's the stuff. And you want to add <laughs> Justin Fields or Trey Lance to that list? You want to wish yeah. that hey, on Trey Lance? Listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. Whatever quarterback that we draft will be the third greatest quarterback in Broncos franchise history. I'm <laughs> telling you that right now. Mm. I'm telling you, whatever quarterback we draft. Will be the third greatest quarterback in Broncos history. Oh, Book it, mark it down, remember it. I don't care. It'll let's be John, John, let's John, John go Elway, Peyton Manning, and insert okay. Justin Fields or Trey Lance. <laughs> Sean, please, please tell us what you think. I have got to disagree with TK here. I think taking Kyle Pitts over the opportunity to take Justin Fields or Trey Lance would be such a massive mistake for the Falcons. I've seen this with my own eyes, with my own team, the Giants. We passed on a chance in 2018 to get our QB of the future while Eli Manning was on his way out, and we took a running back. It was so bad. It ruined at least the next three or four years of our future, and it would be the exact same thing with the Falcons. They, they got a new regime. They have a new head coach, new GM. They need to start thinking towards the future. 
Even if Matt Ryan isn't cooked, cooked, his window is closed. He's not winning a Super Bowl at the age of, what is he, 38? His Super Bowl window is closed. The Falcons' Super Bowl window is closed. They need to look at the future. They have the chance in a very, very highly rated QB class with Justin. They're guaranteed the opportunity to take Justin Fields or Trey Lance. One of them will be on the board, at least one of them. And it would be just the smart thing to build for the future. Get your Matt Ryan replacement. Be proactive. QB is not a position to mess around with. You want to be proactive, not reactive with it. You need to think ahead. I think taking one of them, moving on from Matt Ryan next year, is their best plan for the future. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Let's get into question three. So, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry's names have been floating around the MVP race slash conversation all year long. Damian is averaging 29 points, 8 assists, and 4 rebounds while shooting 44% from the field and 38% from the three. On the other hand, Steph is averaging 31 points, 6 assists, and 5.5 rebounds and is shooting an unbelievable 49% from the field and 42 percent from three if you could build a franchise around one of these point guards who would it be tk okay and tell me i think steph curry because right now he's having like um one of those lebron type seasons like where you guys where people think he's washed and he just comes back and is like shut up like you guys don't know what you're talking about okay well said and PC, who would you want? So this answer is completely subjective and honestly no answer is wrong here. Um, but I would have to go with Steph Curry. I think Steph is at the point in his career where he's playing with randoms and unfortunately for him he he only has like the second best next player on the Warriors right now is Kelly Oubre. <laughs> And that's that's the point. That's the point in the career where Steph is at right now. Like he's uh, at, at the time of this scoring, he he's uh, he's currently having the the Warriors and a battle with the Sixers, who are shorthand tonight. But um, he has team up one right now. He has twenty five points through three quarters. I mean, the run that Steph Curry is on. They were showing statistics before this. Only Michael Jordan has had. Over 10 straight games with over 30-plus points. Him and Steph, those are the only two. Him and Kobe are the only two players to average 30 points per game during that stretch. So, at, at, the, age of, at the age of 33 or older. So, I'm saying Steph Curry, he's already been dubbed the greatest shooter of all time. There's no debating that at this point, I think, in my opinion. There's no debating that. And just... Like, you can't deny that raw talent. I know Dame is the more clutch shooter. And if I'm being truly honest, he's probably the better all-around player. But at the same time, if you have a shooter like Seth Curry on your team, all you need is another, you know, a couple of plug-in guys to start a franchise. That franchise can, hell, that's a playoff team. That's an automatic playoff team. And the the fact that Seth Curry is doing all this during the back half of his career. I mean, it's just insane. It's insane to me. Um, so I would I would go with Steph to start the franchise. Um, Dame, on the other hand, I, I, I could see why people want Damian Lillard. 
Um, like I said, clutch shooter. I think he's better defensive player. Um, but Steph Sandals, between Steph Sandals and his shooting, which is undeniable, uh, his IQ, his passing, um, I would pick Steph over Dame. Okay. And Sean, who would you want? PC said there is no wrong answer. I have to disagree with that. Damian Lillard is the wrong answer. I love Damian Lillard, but he is not Steph Curry. Nobody is. Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of all time, a top two point guard of all time, the best point guard in the league, and he has been since his first MVP season. Damian Lillard isn't Steph Curry because nobody is Stephen Curry. It's The answer is Steph. He is the a top three player and the best point guard in the league, and I'm easily starting my franchise with him over Dame. Okay. And Ben, who would you want? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Steph Curry as well. I mean, I like Dame as a player, but, like, Steph, he, he's unreal. Like, 10, 30-point games, like, he's keeping his team in, alive in the playing game. Like, I, like, like, if we get Dame and Steph in the playoffs, then I don't know. That might be that might be something. Like, Steph might win that battle again. Like, who knows? I mean, oh, I'm going to go with Steph. He's, he's the overall better player than Dame is. Not to mention, Steph is doing this all this year. Imagine what he's going to do next year when he gets Clay back and maybe the Warriors add another free agent big signing to that team. The Warriors are going to be a threat again. We've had we've had a rest period of the Warriors being a pretty mediocre team ever since that Super Bowl, or, or excuse me, Super Team run that they had from like 2015 to 2018. Um, but, I mean, the the run that they had was amazing. Was it unfair? Yeah, but it was still amazing. It's in the history books. Now we've had our cool, our rest periods, you know. Now I think we're going to finally see, starting next season, the Warriors being the Warriors again. And that's a scary thought to me because the Warriors, uh, between Steph and Clay, who honestly I think we've forgotten how great shooter Clay Thompson really is, and if they keep adding, young pieces to that squad you saw james wiseman they have damian lee they have kent basemore that's going to be a team man that's going to be a dangerous team in the already dangerous western conference i agree i think they should be one to watch out for next season okay utah fan close us out tolu uh i'm sorry but um uh, this is a straightforward question. This is no brainer. I'm gonna have to go with Damian Will. I mean, no, I'm. You think I'm a casual? Thank God. <laughs> please no, keep that. It, please keep that. Please keep that, PC. Please. <laughs> no, it's Steph Curry. Just gonna um, edit out that that what this next part he's about to say. It's just about to be Damian Lillard. No, I said Steph, bro. I I I, I, I trolled. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this is Steph Curry, like, all day long. I mean, this this shouldn't even be a question. I mean, he's the greatest shooter of all time, top top five, top two point guard. He's going to end up being, at the end of his career, he's going to be a top ten player. Somebody in the top ten is getting kicked off that top ten list. Like, it's Steph Curry, at the end of his career, will be a top ten player of all time. There's no question about it. Uh, he changed the game. I mean, he, he we got kids out here pulling up from half court because of Steph Curry now. This whole the whole league changed because of Steph. It's like he had that much of an impact. So obviously you have to go with Steph Curry. It's this this is a no brainer. Let's see if Tolu still thinks that after he doesn't go to the Lakers. 
show. Yeah. All the all the Laker fans that were saying Steph to the Lakers, Steph to the Lakers. Where are y'all now? Steph um, is having the, the biggest run of his career, and you dare want to take him away from Golden State? You hey, can. Hey, hey, Sean, that, that's kind of ironic. Where, wasn't y'all he supposed to get Giannis? Oh. And we got Depot, a really good player, and we can still make oh, from Giannis to, from Giannis to Oladipo. Wow, two really good players. Okay, okay, Sean, uh, have some shame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's get drop. into the NBA preview. I didn't forget it this week, PC. I promise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um. So this week in the NBA, we have. The Nuggets versus the Trailblazers on Wednesday. We have the Heat versus Hawks on Friday. And lastly, we have the Suns versus the Nets on Sunday. So, how do you guys feel about these matchups? And who do you predict will win ultimately in the end? TK. Nuggets versus Blazers. No Jamal Murray. No problem. Uh, Blazers will win that game. Um, Heat versus Hawks, I hate, I hate, hate, hate talking about the Heat, but I do have them winning this game. Bam is playing as if he's trying to win Defensive Player of the Year, although he will not because it will go to Ben Simmons, Sean. Bam is playing at a Defensive Player, like, uh, type, type level this year, and, and I, I have to give it up to him. Um, Jimmy Butler, I, 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 I one thing I, I wanted to ask you guys: Why is Jimmy's Why is Jimmy Butler's name never in the MVP conversation? Because when he plays for the Heat, they play a completely different way. They just look like a completely different team. I I'm not understanding why Jimmy Butler, since joining the Heat, his name has never been in the MVP race. Not once. Go ahead, PC. I I was gonna say, him and CB3 are kind of on the same level for me. They improve teams. Any team that they go to, they're always going to improve them. But if we thought of it that way, both of them would be in the MVP conversation every year. And as far as the landscape of the league, that's just not how it works. That's why I think, anyway. I mean, because, like I said, when 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 Jimmy Butler is on the floor, the Heat just look they just look so different. They play oh yeah, better. Sure. They play extremely sure. extremely different, bro. You the see, offense looks different. Definitely, definitely the locomotive of that team. I mean, when you, when when you think about, it, he's like the point guard of that team, bro. Like he yeah. is, he is. It's obvious that he's a heart and soul. I'm not gonna it's say that. It's so obvious. He is, it is definitely not Kendrick Nunn. But um, so yeah, so like I said, if if Jimmy Butler's playing, which I haven't heard any injuries or anything about him, the, the Heat would definitely win that game. I don't see why they wouldn't win that game. Um, I, I I'm not that high on the Hawks. I, I think they're in the playoffs. Are, are they in the playoff race right now? So yeah. So but. I mean, they're not. They're, they they're, they'll be one of those teams that they're, be, they're higher seat than the Heat right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I uh, the, the, it's been a weird year, bro. It's been a weird year. But I, I, although the Heat are a low seed team, I still think when the Heat gets to the playoffs, they'll they'll show up. Um, I don't. I can't say that. I can't say the same about the Hawks. Um, <clears throat> so if they are in fact in the playoff race, um, they'll be one of those teams that get knocked out in the first round. Um, so for me, it's going to be the Heat. That might be a blowout also. Um, for the Suns in the Nets. Uh, I'm going to repeat myself. No KD, no problem. I'm assuming James Harden will not be back. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't heard anything, so I'm assuming he won't be back. Um, so Kyrie Irving is going to ball out. It might be a 40-50 piece, but the Suns are going to slaughter the Nets. Um, 
Actually, all three games might be a slaughterhouse except for the Nuggets and Trailblazers. That might be a little closer, but yeah. So Trailblazers, Heat, and a blowout lo- and a blowout win, and then I got the Suns over the Nets in a blowout win. Um, Tommy, who do you predict is going to win in the matchups? Yeah, the the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. The Heat. Oh, I got the, the Trailblazers. And then who? Mm-hmm. What was the second game? Heat versus Hawks. Um, the Heat. And the last one is the Suns versus the Nets. Uh, CP3 is going to have a big game, so I got the Suns. Tolu, who do you think is going to win? All right, I'm going to keep this short. Um, not the Nuggets and the um, Trailblazers. Uh, I think the the Nuggets are going to yeah. Um, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers, obviously the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are going to win that one because Joker is an MVP candidate, and I don't think the Blazers have anybody to stop the Joker right now. Um, second game, uh, the Heat versus Hawks. Uh, is Jimmy Butler coming back that game? Even if he's not, I still think the Heat are going to win that game. Um, and as for the Suns and the Nets... Uh, I don't know who's going to play for the Nets. Probably just Kyrie Irving. The Suns are a very big surprise this year, so I think the Suns are going to blow them out that game. Like, the Suns are going to blow them out. Okay. And PC, who do you predict will win? So, for Nuggets, Trailblazers, um, can such on the Jokic MVP conversation for just one second? Listen. Listen, hang on. I get that this man leads his team in points, rebounds, assists. You know, he's doing he's doing Joker-like things, and I understand that. But at the same time, the Nuggets are now without Jamal Murray. Before that, they were still only the four seed in the Western Conference. Before that. They had lost 20-point leads to both the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And you saw, like, I don't know if many people saw it, but I saw Nikola Jokic was on the bench by himself, sitting alone as his team, Mike Malone, tried to get the rest of the team together while they choked their lead against the Celtics at home. At home. So I don't get the Jokic for MVP candidacy at all. I I really don't. Because I'm trying to think, what has this man done to actually be MVP? I don't understand. I think the only reason, call me crazy all you want, but I think the only reason why Nicole Jokic is in the MVP conversation right now is because of the debate between who the best center between him and Joel Embiid is. As long as that debate keeps going, this 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 debate between who's the better center, now it's being pushed into the MVP conversation. And because a lot of people prefer Jokic over Embiid, Jokic is the current MVP favorite. So it's not because of the 26, 11, and 9, right? It's not because of what he's averaging for this. But what it has nothing done, to do with that, what right? Done? What has he done in the Western Conference? Because you see the Nuggets right now. You see the Nuggets right now. They're the four seed. They're the four seed. They haven't done anything special this year. 
It, yeah, in the Southwest, they're the four seed. They're the four seed. The, the Suns, who just got CB3 this past year, are currently better than them. The Jazz are better than them. Let's be honest, the Lakers will be better than them if they weren't fully healthy. The Clippers are better than them. They wouldn't even be a top five seed right now. So I'm trying to think what has Jokic done to be the MVP candidate, like or MVP frontrunner. I'm just so confused on that aspect because I think, like like I said, between the Jokic Embiid debate and the fact that Jokic has missed less games than Embiid, he is the MVP favorite right now. And if we're basing uh, a player winning an MVP off of the amount of games that he's played, then the MVP award is nothing but a bunch of bullshit. In my opinion, like it, and it, it's frustrating as a Sixers fan because Embiid already has us as a one seed, and he currently he's currently playing right now for us. Right now, he's having a great game. He's had multiple. He leads the league in multiple forty point plus games and ten plus rebounds games. So, I've just. I'm I'm assuming that he has to perform really, really well in the playoffs this year to win the MVP candidacy, but I I, I don't get it, man. I'm going off track with this, but this has been bottled up with me for a long time. I just don't understand why Jokic continues to be the favorite over Embiid for MVP. Like I really don't get it. I don't. Like I, I you know, you y'all can call me crazy all you want, but I just don't understand that. If y'all are willing to explain that to me, please do. But if you're going to tell me that Embiid or that Jokic has been the better player than Joel Embiid this year, considering where both their teams are, considering the value of Joel Embiid this season, we have a losing record when Embiid doesn't play. So, like, if anyone protests, let me know. But the fact that Nikola Jokic is the MVP front runner right now. I think that's just a little BS for me. But to get back to the game between the Nuggets and the Trailblazers, Trailblazers really, really, really need to win this game. Um, it's at home, so I'm going to go with them. Um, they need this game a lot more than the Nuggets need this game. And this will be the first game, I believe, for the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, who... Went out this year with a torn ACL, so prayers up to him. But yeah, man, that 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 pissed me off. Um, second game, as far as the second game goes, uh, with the Heat and Hawks. Here's another team that I want to talk about a little bit more with the Miami Heat, because between the Nets, who are fully healthy for more than five games. I have to start questioning the durability of your team, Sean, of the Miami Heat. Because now Jimmy Butler has went out with an injury. I don't think Bam is playing tonight in the game. Correct me if I'm wrong. They both missed multiple games this year. Okay, so they both missed multiple games this year. And to top that off, you have Duncan Hero, or excuse me, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, who have not been playing up the par. They have not been the same players that they were during that, that, that bubble run last year. You tried to bring in, you know, Victor Oladipo and uh, Beshlika, those guys, to, to to try and help relieve that that shooting um, stress, that shooting pain that y'all y'all lost, and neither of those guys can stay healthy as well. 
I'm sorry, questioning the durability of your team, Sean, because like I said, we've all said it this year. If the Heat are healthy, the Heat are one of the top teams in the East. But that's just not that's not what's been happening now. And because of it, you guys are only one game above 500. You can get in the play-in, maybe become the seven or eight seed. But man, like the the Heat, you need to get fully healthy if you want to be considered a threat in the East. Have a chance to beat the Sixers or the Bucks or the or the Nets. Get fully healthy. You don't want to become like Brooklyn and have that same narrative. As far as this game goes, Heat versus Hawks. Give me the Heat to win this game. Um, hopefully, I don't know if uh, Bam should be back for this game, and that should be enough. Um, hopefully, Tyler Hero starts to play well because I saw a stat earlier that said like the last like seven games he's only averaged like five points. So hopefully, he shows up for y'all. And Duncan Robinson, same thing. And finally, Suns versus Nets. I'm intrigued about this game because, um, well, they're one of the top teams going after each other. Um, I'm going to go with the Suns to win this game. Uh, it it should be a fun game, honestly, like depending on whoever plays for the Nets. But, um, yeah, give me the Suns to win this game by like 10. That's what I got for my predictions. Okay. And, Sean, I know you're just dying to let us know who you think is going to win. Focusing on the Heat for a second, I do believe if the, if tonight was a playoff game, every single player on this roster would be active except for Victor Oladipo. Jimmy Butler is resting. Bam Adebayo is resting. If tonight was a playoff game, they would be in the game. Duncan Robinson has been on a tear recently. He's been shooting out of his mind just as good, if not better, than last season where he was breaking records constantly. Harrow has had a very bad four-game span, maybe five games. Before that, since the trade deadline, he was shooting very efficient, Averaging over 10 points a game, eliminating his turnovers. He was playing very solid for his role as six man, which has always should have been his role. There are Heat fans who would who wanted to call him Devin Booker. I was not one of them. They overrated him, and that's unfortunate because now he's received a lot of unwarranted hate for when he was the 14th pick, and for the 14th pick, he's outplaying where he was drafted, and that's what we should be basing his career off of. For that, he has been very good. For this game. It's the Hawks. Bam should be back. Jimmy, maybe not. I'm not sure about that. I think we would be able to beat the Hawks with just Bam. But the Hawks are a good team. They're the four seed for a reason. They're starting to. They're they're also starting to get healthy. I think they could give us a good run for their money. Denver, Denver versus Portland. Portland's defense is, defense is horrific. It's really bad. Denver has been playing really good since trading for Aaron Gordon. I think that game goes to Denver. Suns versus Nets. No. Harden, no KD, big problem. I can't pick them just Kyrie. That team really lacks playmaking outside of Harden. We saw them lose to a Heat team without Jimmy Butler, without Victor Oladipo. I got to go with Phoenix in that game. All right. And last but not least, Ben, who do you predict will win? All right. So the first game, I got the Nuggets. The second game, I got the Heat. And, um, the third game, y'all realize that the, the Nets, they came back against the Suns, and they was down 30. So, I'm going to go with the Nets for the last game. And the Nets, they had James Harden in that game. Only James Harden. They didn't have KD or they didn't have Kyrie, but they had only James Harden. They came back down 30 against the Suns. So, I got the Nets. Wow. Okay. All right. 
So with all our questions done, next we introduce a new segment to the We Hate Sports podcast repertoire. We call this segment Around the Nation. We have hand-selected various trending news topics today to get the opinions of and delve into each crew member's thoughts. Each topic will be asked to a specific crew member that may have an attachment and or some strong feelings on the matter. So, let's go around the nation. Tommy, the Yankees are 5-10 with the worst record in the American League. This is the first time since 1991 the Yanks have had the worst record in the MLB. In 1991, they finished with 71 wins and missed the playoffs. How concerned should Yankee fans be? Very concerned because we spent all this money just to be five and ten. Like that's not cutting it. Everybody's healthy, and we're five and ten. Like <laughs> fire, boom. Uh, it's funny because they thought they were World Series favorites this year. I just, I just think 162 games, 162 games. Relax. <laughs> that's no lie. Okay. <laughs> And Sean, during a win for the Heat on Sunday against the Nets, Bam Adebayo hit the game-winning shot and in the process held Kyrie Irving to 0-8 shooting while guarded by him. How valid is Bam's case for Defensive Player of the Year? I would like to start off with the fact that I do think Ben Simmons, as of right now, should be the Defensive Player of the Year. He's been a huge reason why the 76ers defense has been on the top of the league. A lot of the other candidates has missed a lot of games haven't been healthy, or just haven't been as good as they were in previous years. But for Bam, I absolutely think he should at least be a top three candidate, if not top two, right behind Ben Simmons. Here's a list of players Bam Adebayo has held at 10% or more worse than their season average field goal percentage. Julius Randle, Kyrie Irving, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Devin Booker, LeBron James, Malcolm Brogdon, Bradley Beal, DeMontis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, Derrick Rose, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, John Moran, Stephen Curry, C.J. McCollum, Trey Young, and Zion Williamson. Every single one of those players, Bam has done everything you can to shut them down or at least limit what they can do. All season, he's been locking down players' best opposing team's best players. He spent most of the year in a starting lineup that included Kelly Olynyk, Kendrick Nunn, and Duncan Robinson. Three very poor, at best, defensive players. And he is, and him, along with Jimmy Butler in a Spolstra defense, have held the Heat to top five, if not top ten, most of the most of the season. For those two, for those reasons, I think Bam should be a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, and TK, I'm gonna come back to you. So, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier has been officially set for July 10th. How big is this fight for McGregor? All right. <clears throat> so everybody knows Conor McGregor is like my favorite UFC. Well, he is my favorite UFC fighter, but like. I think this matchup is pretty important to him because of the fact that if he loses another fight, I, I, I think this whole everybody being high on Conor McGregor thing and his whole Conor McGregor era, I think it'll officially be done. Since it'll, it'll like officially be done. Since he's came back, all right, first of all, he's one and two since coming back. He had the one fight against Khabib, and we all know how that turned out. I'm not really going to talk about that one. Um, he had that one fight against Donald Cerrone where he ha- where it was like a 40, I think it was, he won in like 30, 40 seconds. And then the fight against Dustin Poirier where he was the favorite to win. I think the, he was hella high in the odds, in like the Vegas odds, if I'm not tripping or if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
it was it was way 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 up there. So the fact that he lost that it, it was it was shocking. It was very very shocking. I remember the memes. Um, matter of fact, I believe PC and CC were coming. As a matter of fact, I know CC for a fact was coming at me with the memes. Um, because I was very 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 <laughs> very high on McGregor that night. He made me look really bad. Um, but but like I said, I think the reason why it's it's so important for him is because it, it, it's more of a re- relevancy thing now. Um, I don't think it's going to affect his legacy. His legacy is already is what it is. Uh, Conor McGregor, <clears throat> excuse me, is going to go down as one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Probably will go down as the most entertaining UFC fighter of all time. I don't think we've ever seen a UFC fighter quite as entertaining as uh, Conor McGregor. Um, but yeah, being, I mean, like I said, since coming back, he's one and two. Um, you go one and three, that's really not good on your resume. Um, I mean, in, in the way that the UFC is going out, there are so many new names in the UFC that 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 have kind of passed um, Conor McGregor because of how many how much time he sat out. Um, he got rich after after the whole Floyd Mayweather boxing thing. He took some time off. Which I understand. I think he he won like somewhere around like a hundred million dollars, if I'm not mistaken, some some something like that. Um, I mean, damn, I take some time off too, to be honest. I quit my job, so I completely understand. But um, I think when for Conor McGregor fans and for Conor McGregor himself. Um, this fight is really important because we, 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 the, his fans praise him and they they want to be able to continue to talk about his name and in, in conversations. I guess and if he loses, like I said, if he loses another fight, he'll be one and three, and it's really not a good look on his on his part. So Conor McGregor needs to win this matchup to get that two and two um record. And then uh, I don't know who I don't I don't know who the next fighter is, but I know when Conor McGregor came back, he said he was ready to go a year of straight fights. So. Um, he needs to win this one. I don't, I, I, like I said, I don't think he can go down one and three and still, uh, be considered relevant or a, a top UFC fighter or just have his name in conversation. So I think he really needs to win this fight just to keep his name in there. Okay. Uh, oh, no, you're good. You go. Go on. No, no, no. I was done. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, like, for example, if LeBron and KD and all of them, they had to play back-to-back games. I'm pretty sure they will have an issue with that. So, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Okay. And Kalu. And NFL analyst Charlie Castellese, second mock draft. He has quarterback, quarterback Justin Fields dropping as low as 24 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. What is your reaction <laughs> to that? Crack. Crack. Okay. No, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but you, you, you said Trey Lance is going to who? He, what did he say he was going to? The Steelers, you said? The Justin Fields going to no, the Steelers. Justin Fields to the Steelers. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh, who is who is what is his name? Who is this guy? Who is this Char- guy? Charlie Casterly, man. Charlie. I have never heard of I that name very, in very my old. life, and he's I I never. I never want to hear his name again. Ever. I never want to hear his name ever. I'm living for Tolo's reaction. Ain't no way in hell Justin Fields has fallen to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to know who this man. What what is this man smoking? He needs to stay off the weed. Field falling to twenty four. What? All the way, and even if like what? What? 
what was this man thinking to think that Justin Fields, one of the best quarterbacks, did you guys see his uh his video today? I, was it him or was it somebody else? I think he like launched it. Like he, he is that was Trey Lance. Oh, that was Trey Lance. Yeah, that was straight. That was straight. Okay. But Fields still a very impressive QB prospect. Yes, yes, he is. Like, there's no way he's falling to 24. Whoever the if any if he does, I'm every GM who every GM needs to be fired if he falls all the way to 24 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, he's not going to the Steelers. And he's not. I mean, bro, totally. You know, totally. You know what the issue is. What? They forgot that he's falling to the Broncos already. Like, that's already a big oh, enough fall for him. Like, come on. Man. He's not getting past San Francisco at number three <laughs> overall. He won't get past there. Oh, Anyways. God. He's not dropping out of the top eight. He's not. Nope. He's not. And even if he did fall to the Steelers, Lamar Jackson's going <laughs> to okay. own him anyway. So. <laughs> okay. Stop flipping the, no, no, no. I just want to make a little rant. The Steelers, you have to stick. With Ben Roethlisberger, he is washed. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not making the playoffs this year. Y'all lost half your defense. Y'all stink. <laughs> I'm loving every single bit of it. The Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens. We run this bitch now. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, now that's all I wanted to say. I, I just can't stand those fucking Steelers in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Thank you for that, Tolu. <laughs> all right, so lastly, TC, we close out with you. WWE released a slew of superstars this past week, including Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce, blaming the cuts on, quote, budget cuts, end quote. Was releasing these superstars a mistake on WWE's part? So from a business perspective, I can understand why WWE did this, because their roster is the deepest roster in the entire world. However... You do not just release a legend of the wrestling business like Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, for everyone that doesn't know, has been a top champion everywhere he has been. That includes TNA, when it was still TNA, Ring of Honor. I believe he was in New Japan at 1.2. He's been a top champion. He's been a prominent face and figure in the wrestling industry ever since he's been in the wrestling industry. And for WWE, who, mind you, he was their best commentator for the last, for the past like year and a half because he had been dealing with a nagging injury. And he was right about to get cleared of this injury when WWE said, nah, fam, we're releasing you. Are you kidding me? Between him, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay, who were a tag team, and they, what for whatever reason because Vince hates tag teams broke them up. Now those two were released along with a couple other superstars, but at the same time, you don't release you don't just release great talent like that. I don't care how deep your roster is. You don't just do that. So I'm putting away my business side for a second and saying that WWE, you you messed up in releasing these three at least. Like, I can get the release of, you know, like, Tucker and Kaliso and all them, but Samoa Joe, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, you're going to release all of them? Those three? The three that have been busting their ass to even get on TV? You're going to release them. It just, 
it's a messed up world. It's cold, cold world. Especially if you work for WWE. Okay. And Ben, the NBA fined the San Antonio Spurs $25,000 for violating team wrestling rules in game that saw the Spurs route the Suns 111 to 85. Should the league crack down more on teams resting players? No, because um, these teams they've been playing back to back every night, so I don't see I don't see the issue with them resting players. Like for example, like the Heat, they had they had to play like eight games two days. No, that's ridiculous. So they should have them for um, resting players. Like ridiculous. All right. And let's transition on into our mini game of the week. So it's called I Should Have so, Known That. We, <laughs> we hate sports edition. And it was such a hit last time that we decided to bring it back this week, but better than ever. And we also have a sponsor for this week's showdown. Um, ben is actually prepared to give the winner of this week's trivia mashup a $5 gift card to a place of their choosing out of the options that he gives you. Yes, I, want my, I want my coffee, bruh. I want my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to spend it on coffee, send you a video of me drinking the coffee and then throwing it in the trash. I may not do that. That's funny. I may not do that, but still. But, but... Is anyone feeling really confident going into this that they're going to win? Yes, I own these men. Because we, we finally we have an established set of rules this week. Yeah. So there's no cheating out. No, nobody, nobody's yeah. going to be able to rake this one because I got screwed no, last. Honestly. Yes. PC with his, you with said his the mic- wrong answer for the hockey question, and you were like, "Oh yeah, hockey, I got I, this." I I gave out too many hits. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It. That's true, yeah. Mickey Mouse. Okay, but... PC tried to Mickey Mouse his way into it. Oh, brother. <laughs> so, we also have updated rules this week, like PC was saying. So, all questions will now be multiple choice, except for the bonus question. All crew members must have a piece of paper or something to write on to show the answer after the time is up. So, I have to, like, see it on your camera and everything, so I know that you can't, like, change your answer after the time is up and everything. Um, so easy questions will be one point, medium questions will be two points, hard questions will be three points, and the bonus question is worth ten points, so you will definitely want to win that one. And I will be adding some true or false and name the player questions this week to kind of add some variety, and everyone also gets one time to get a hint. So you can choose, like, whichever question that you want a hint, and if you choose to do that, just let me know. And I will text you the hint so I'm not giving the hint to everyone. So it's fair that everyone gets like their own separate hint for whichever question they want. And um, so make sure to have your phones on you so that like I can text you the hint. And in the event that there is a tiebreaker, I will issue a lightning round in which the first person to answer the question wins the game. And I will also issue half points in the event someone is partially correct on a question, but this is at my discretion um, and PC's discretion. So we will decide that um, if half points should be given out. And we will have three football, three basketball, three baseball, one college football, one college basketball, and one bonus question 
um, of a sport of my choosing. So let's get into the trivia game, shall we, guys? Everyone ready? I hope y'all are ready. I hope y'all got okay. a paper to write with. <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah. So starting with football, the category is football. The easy question. How many timeouts are NFL teams given each half? Is it one, two, three, or four? Ten seconds, go. Said so you say ten questions or ten seconds? <laughs> we you say have it 10 or ten seconds to answer. No, no, no. Write it down. Can we say it? When I say no, no, you have up, to write it down. You have to write it down. You have to write it down. Okay. Yeah. Nine. I, I told y'all this. Paper, pencil, cheat. Oh, brother. Okay, time is up. Does everyone have their answers ready to be displayed? I don't know if you guys can see me. I'm going to be honest, the only person's answer is I can see is <laughs> I think you, have it, you just have it out of position. T. I can't tell. Can you see the three? I wrote down three. Can yeah, you see yeah, it? yeah. I, I, okay. I okay. Um, three, okay. Sean, can you show me your paper? Uh, can you see it? No. It's out of focus. <laughs> it's out of yeah, it's out of focus. Okay. Hella out of focus. Okay, just tell me what you put. Three. Okay. Yeah, I trust Sean. I don't think. I don't. I don't think you would lie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Did everyone put three? Yes. Yes. Cece is okay. in a world of his own. Okay. So everyone got the question right. It is three. So everyone gets one point. Okay, so next question is going to be the medium question. So, like, not too, too hard, but a little difficulty. So, this is going to be a name the player question. He is an American football quarterback. He played college football at Oregon State and was drafted in the sixth round of the 2020 NFL draft. Is it Baker Mayfield? Jake Letton, Justin Herbert, or Josh Allen? Wait, can you repeat the, the answers again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. Jake Letton, Justin Herbert, or Josh Allen? Wait, what round did you say? This is this, this like is the medium question. Medium one. No, what round? what round was he picked in? Six six oh six, yeah. I swear to God, if anybody get this answer wrong, bro, <laughs> this could be no, crazy. I'm kicking you out the chat, bro. No, seriously, I'm about to kick Not you like, off. Like that, bro. Kicking you off the <laughs> chats. Okay, off. does everyone have their answer? Yes. Yep. Okay, show your papers. I put B because I couldn't hear the full thing. Uh, I, 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 hear, I don't know. What, I don't know how to spell his last name, but I heard you. Yeah, yeah. I put right, and I didn't know how to spell his last his, his last name either. But yeah. So did everyone put Jake Letton? 
Yes. Okay. That is the correct answer. He is the quarterback for the Jaguars. Yes, sir. Let's oh, go. the guy that, that like went off for like three touchdowns. That, that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah it was so like, like everyone one game. Two points. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Thank you. That's a hard question. They're not Mickey okay, Mouse. So. Brother. <laughs> hard question. So. Who was the first player drafted in the first NFL draft in 1936? Was it Sammy Baugh, Bart Starr, Don Hudson, or Jay Furwinger? I have no idea. Say, okay, say, say that. All right, everybody heard me. Can you say the name, repeat the name one more time? Yeah. So, is it. Sammy Baugh, Art Starr, Don Hudson, or Jay Furwinger. And this is the 1936. Okay, I 1936, yes. I'm taking a guess on this one. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. It's a hard one, baby. No, that's a really fucking hard one. Because, like, it's like two of them I know it's not 100%. So it came down to two for me. All right, great. Repeat the answers one more time. One more time, Mary. Yeah, I got you. So, is it Sammy Baugh, Art Starr, John Hudson, or Jay Furwinger? Fuck. Okay, does everyone have their answer? I think so. I think. Why does it look? It looks backwards on my screen. Can you all see that, or is it backwards? Yeah, Sammy B. I can see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you might not be able to see mine. Um, I, I can't read yours, Sean. What did you put? The John guy. Okay. And what did you put, C? CK? I put D. Whatever D was. The last one. Okay. So. TK and Sean are the only ones that got it right. It is. Oh, man. Let me tell you guys. So he was originally drafted by Philadelphia, and his rights were later sold to the Bears. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) You're trolling. You're trolling. Wait, what was the name? Jay Hudson. Oh, I didn't put that. You wish it was Hudson. You had gotten the point. Uh, he's honest, bro. I fuck with that. I, I want to be honest. I put John Hudson. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> wow. Don't... He's trying to win. <laughs> oh, that's dope, though. Hey, that's dope. So only I got it right. Let's TK's... get it. Yeah, TK's the only one that got it right. All right. Rigged. So okay. we're going to go <laughs> into basketball questions now. The basketball category Easy question. This is a true or false question, okay? So it should be pretty easy. So, true or false? Kobe only has one regular season MVP. Oh, that's too easy. Wait, who? Kobe Bryant. Oh. That's too easy. Real ones, no. I think. Now, PC. 
Come on, PC. dog. I, there, there's no. I'm not. I'm PC. not a Lakers magician. PC, Lakers. if you get I'm this wrong, I'm also not 100 percent sure. I'm also not 100. Yeah, sure. like, I'm 100. I, I, I feel like me and TC 100 percent. I knew like, TK oh, would get this one. The Lakers guys get it You don't have to be a Lakers fan to know this. No, nah, I totally, 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 nah, totally, you kind of, I kind of understand, though. I kind of understand, because, like, if you weren't a Lakers fan, you weren't really paying attention to Kobe. You just know, Kobe was just one of your favorite players, yeah. bro, and you just watched him when you yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, okay. Okay. Lakers, so, what is everyone's answer? Please show me your papers. Can you see, Hermie? Um, I put true. Okay, I think Sean put true. TK put true. TC put true, and Tolu put true. Okay. Everyone is correct. It is true. He only has one what? regular season MVP. He got robbed. Was, Hermie, what year was it? Was it 2009 or 10? Yeah, I 2008. 2008. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even I knew that, TK. Come on. Nah, I knew it was one of those years. I just didn't remember which one. He got robbed multiple. He yeah, he got robbed. He, could put, he should have like he two or three. There two years that people think he should have won. Yeah, but that's what was confusing me. The two years that he, people thought he should have won, and then he won one. Yeah, they gave it to Steve freaking Nash, man. <laughs> now Steve Nash balled out that year, though. But go ahead, Hermie. Okay, so let's get into the medium question. So, who is the oldest player in the NBA as of January 2021? Is it Ooh. Vince Carter, LeBron James, Udonis Haslam? Or Taj Gibson. Ooh, I see Vince Carter on the jump. So didn't he retire? It's as of as of like currently, like not like. Hmm. Hmm. I could be wrong, but I think this is one of those sneaky questions. Hermes, yeah, this, it is. It is. Hermes, Hermes what was the last? What was the last like choice? The last choice, Dean. So I'll I'll say all of them again. So okay. is it Vince Carter, LeBron James, Udonis Haslam, or Taj Gibson? Hmm. Okay, I'm confident in my I'm confident in my answer. UD so was I'm not confident in mine, but I'm gonna stick with it. Because Total made a good point okay. with the whole Vince Carter thing. I don't think he's in the NBA anymore. Everyone, show me their answers. You already know. I don't what know. What did you put, Sean? Know. I really can't read that. I put Udonis Haslam, U- Udonis Haslam, UD, GOAT, Mr. Miami. Oh, oh brother. Oh, oh brother. brother. Oh, brother. I put Udonis Haslam as well. Yep. Yeah. This says Haslam. Is that what you put, Tolu? Yes, I did. I put UD. Okay. Everyone got it right. He is a player with the Miami Heat, and he's 40 years old. He was there for all three Miami championships. Since Wade was here. That's crazy, actually. Yeah. Some goat, goat shit. Mr. Miami. Yeah. Okay, so hey, Sean, um, there's this dude who plays on the Lakers that won you two of those chips. I don't remember his name. but Anyways. Oh, anyway, bro. Sure who he is. Give it the up. Hey. Session. <laughs> Stop showing your brown section. So, which of the following players is not among the NBA's top five regular season scoring leaders of all time? Ooh. Is it Moses Malone, Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson, or Wilt Chamberlain? You said it's not? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's... Okay, can you say the names for me one more time? 
Yeah. Yeah, I told you guys this was hard. All right. So, is it Moses Malone, Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson, or Wilt Chamberlain? Okay. I think I got it. We got our answers. I did. All right. I'm confident. Your this better be right, bro. Sean, I still can't see what you wrote. Yeah, I'll just say, I put the big O, Oscar Robertson. Okay. Oh, what did you put, TK? Moses Malone. Okay. What did you put, Tolu? Moses Malone. Okay, so... Sean is the only one that got it right. It is. Are you kidding me? No way! No, I'm not. There's yeah. no way. That's, that's Mickey Mouse there. shit right there. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> there is no way Sean's the only one that got this right. No way. It's okay. I'm a basketball intellectual. You guys aren't. It's okay. Nah, nah. You, <laughs> def- you definitely it. looked at There's no way you did. Where was Carl? It's Carl Malone. Yeah. That's the old time. You can ask PC. Oh. I was one of the first people to write it down. No, oh, brother. Yeah, it, no, it, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's, you say it's not, who's not a top five point, like, player or point leader all time in the NBA, right, Hermie? Um, not among the NBA's top five regular season scoring leaders of all time. Oh. Oh, regular season. See, see that's where I got the yeah. uh, Okay, okay. Mickey Mouse. Damn. Oh. She got us. She got us. She got us there. Okay, I can even say that. This is this is rigged. This is rigged for Sean. All right, now I'm ready for the baseball. I get my one out of three. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting anything else. Congrats so, on the win, guys. Let's see. Baseball questions. <laughs> question one, easy question. Against what opposing team did Babe Ruth hit his first career home run? Oh, How is that the easy question? Like, not easy for me. Because it's easy. Anyways. Okay. Chicago okay. Cubs, Baltimore Black Sox, New York Yankees, or the Boston Red Sox? He said Lakers before Black Man took the Pete. I just to remind you guys that you guys still have a hint. <laughs> no, no yeah, one I, I don't want to use it yet. Yeah, I want to use it. I want to use it. I'm saying right, mine. Re- repeat the answers. Okay. Repeat the answers. Yeah, repeat the answers. Is it the Chicago Cubs? Baltimore Black Sox, the New York Yankees, or the Boston Red Sox? Mickey Mouse. Okay, everyone show me their answers. I have the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm, okay. I guess the Red Sox, too. I, I what did you put, Chicago. TK? I put the Blackhawks. I mean, the Blackhawks. Black, Black Sox. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's why I put two. Okay, I guess it wasn't easy because no one got it right. Yeah, oh, I mean darn. I mean darn. I'll take that. New York Yankees. I thought that was. Oh, the Yankees. I thought the Yankees was too obvious, so I was like, I'm gonna stay away from that I one. No, I, put <laughs> I, I put the Yankees. I put the Yankees. Are you guys talking? Yankees. Like when I was saying the answers, I was like, New York Yankees. Damn, oh, I didn't. I, I didn't he, pick up the voice. Oh but at least gosh. nobody got it. At least nobody got it right, so I can live with yeah. that. Oh, wait, no. I got it. Yeah, CC, CC got it. CC. Yeah. Got oh, never mind. See, that's rigged. All right, it's one point. It's one point. That is rigged. He's a Yankees fan. His point shouldn't count. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. The other right. Yankees fans didn't even know who it was. 
Oh no, dog. That was that was so, a tough one. It was. Uh, okay, well then, let's see how hard the next ones are. Medium oh, question. Name the player. So he is a Venezuelan-born professional baseball second baseman for the Houston Astros, and his oh. number is number twenty-seven. Oh. I know this one. Is it? I know this. Okay. Is it Miguel Cabrera, Clayton Kershaw, Joey Voto, or Jose Altuve? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I don't know how to say these. <laughs> and the names again? This should have been. I think you had the question yeah, switched this, around. This, this should have been. been this should have been. I, mean, I don't watch baseball, and I know. That. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well. Say the answers. Say the answers again. Yeah. Is it? Ben. Um, so is it Miguel Cabrera, Clayton Kershaw, Joey Voto, or Jose Altuve? Oh, okay, that's easy. I think. I think PC Steph Steph is cooking your sixes right now. Just saying, just saying. So you know. And the like Miami Heat won. Like I said at the beginning, he might score this fifty is points. Nothing game to me. This is a nothing game to me. We all have we all have Ben okay. with the bias tonight. I'm telling. Everyone, show me their answers. I picked the Jose Alcuge. Yeah. Same. I also Alcuge. put all two. You didn't even say it right, Tolu. All two. Uh, all, all two. PK, is that what you put, Jose? Yeah, I put D. Okay. So, everyone got it right. So, everyone gets two points. The cheating Astros. Mickey Mouse World Series. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say before we watch the next to the next question, Ben, don't you dare start about this Sixers loss. It is a nothing game for me. Just appreciate Steph. greatness. Can you trolls for one night just appreciate greatness and not spend their money? <laughs> you gotta ignore it. You gotta ignore it. You gotta ignore it. They're, they're ahead, I would just like to say Kendrick Nine dropped 30 points in a win. Anyways, let's get into the hard question. So, who holds the MLB record with 24 consecutive hitless innings? Is this Norm Cash, Luke Snyder, Cy Young, or Warwick Harrison? Can you say them again? I I don't know. Say it again? Yeah, say them again, please. I, I got you. So, is it Norm Cash, Dennis Snyder, Cy Young, or Rorick Harrison? Hmm. Not confident. Yeah, I'm not confident at all in my answer. Not at all. Uh, me neither. I'm going, I'm going for the one that, that seems like the obvious one to me. Okay, I'm just going to pick so B. Everyone show me their answers then. Uh, I put Cy Young. Put PC. Cy Young. I put. What did you put? CK. I put uh, C as well. Cy Young. Cy Young. Oh C. Oh, and what did you put? Um, Tolu. I put B. Roy Carson. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm so sorry, Tolu. Everyone got it right, but you. That's karma, you damn This is some damn karma. This yes, is sir. Mickey Mouse. This is a Mickey Mouse trivia. I am done with this. Mad as hell. Go ahead, Hermie. This we're making. Is, hey, we're actually making really good time too. Yeah. 
Um, Can we have a scoreboard check? No, 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 not yet, not yet, Hermie, no. Because I feel, I feel like I'm winning, and if I, if you tell me I'm not winning, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose the, the, the confidence I have right now. TK, I think you and me are tied for first. I feel like, I feel like that way too, Sean. I feel like we might be tied. Tell us, tell us the update on the scores at like the last question. Okay. Yeah. Let me come. College football question. Which school is termed as the mecca of college football in South Bend? Is it Clemson in where? In South Bend. Okay. So, is it Clemson, Notre Dame, Arkansas, or Tennessee? See, it's a trick if question. Know, if you can say why they're the mecca of college football, I might give you extra points. Got it. Uh. Totally sweating over there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just. I, mean, I, I can. I mean. Okay. What's your answers, everyone? I'm gonna just pick my answer. I, I, I think I put Clemson. I put Clemson. Okay. I put Clemson. I put Clemson too. I put Clemson. Why did y'all choose Notre? Is it Notre Dame? Um. It's Notre Dame. Let's go! What? Notre Dame's in the South. I put Notre Dame. Yes. Wait, <laughs> South Bend. South Bend. Do you know why? South Bend. So, so, so South Bend, I think that's the name. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the name of the town that Notre Dame is located in, but it's not actually a uh, part of Because Notre Dame is an Oh, fuck. Do you know why yeah. they're Sorry. termed as the mecca of college football? What yeah. is this Mickey? Uh, if I get just that, can I get half a point? Okay. Well, they were the first team to win a national championship. No. Oh, okay. It's because they're home to the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm ready for the next so, question. I hate, I, I got to get to the next question right, bro. I'm excited. He gets the point. Um, wait, actually, yeah. how many points are the college football, college basketball questions, PC? Um, I'll, no, count, no. I'll, count, I'll count the college ones as two. two. That's fair. Okay. I, mean, I don't get a point. Right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So, college basketball question. So, which USC standout was the first woman to win consecutive final for MVP honors? What? Was it? Yes, we're doing women's questions here. I'm messed with it. I, I oh. like it. I like it. Nothing wrong with that. Thank you. All right. So, was it Cheryl Miller, Jennifer Azzi, Skylar Ziggins, or Brittany Grenier? Griner. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Repeat, repeat the answer, so. Repeat the answer, so. Okay. Is it Cheryl Miller, Jennifer Azzi, Skylar Ziggins? Or Brittany Griner. Hmm. Oh fuck! Jesus Christ, Hermie, why you gotta do this to us, bro? I have no. Well, yeah, I you know. Guys were no. complaining last time, like, oh, everything's so easy. Like, why? Oh, that's not hard. That's easy. <laughs> I know. I know. One of those girls, one hundred percent, did not play for USC. One hundred percent did not play for USC. So I know. I'm not gonna say it yet, cause, damn, I'm not confident I, in my I, answer I though. Also still like to point out. That no one has used any of their hints yet. <laughs> I'm not using like it to the. Bo- I'm not using mine to the bonus. I'm not using mine to the bonus. Yeah, same. Me too. Yeah. Okay. 
That's when I feel like I'm gonna need it. Okay, if everyone's gonna use it on the bonus, I'll just say it out loud then. Then versus that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so everyone, what's your answer? I'd pick Cheryl Miller. I did Skylar Diggins. Yeah, I thought it I, I, I got I Cheryl Miller. I put Cheryl Miller. Okay, so Tolu, redemption for you. Ah. It is Cheryl Miller. Wait, I got I put that too. I Wait, PC and PC and Tommy, PC and CC got it too. Yeah, I got yeah, too. I know PC got it. Everyone but me and TK. Telling Tolu that he got redemption. Yeah, <laughs> wait, Brittany Grammer played for Baylor, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah that was the only yeah. one I knew. I knew she played for Baylor. I know Sherman Miller's like, like yeah, Sherman Miller's like Reggie uh, Miller's like sister, I think, right? Yes. I, yeah. I need this bonus. Yeah. I need this bonus question. Let's get it. This is last question. Actually, give us an update on the scores, Sermy. <laughs> I think I'm in the lead. Okay. I feel yeah, like I'm in the I lead. I think you are too. I just I give us the top three. Just give us the top three. Okay, it's definitely not Tolu. What? (laughs) And Sean are the top three. All right, so yeah, so basically whoever gets the last question. I lost, lost, is it, it's me, Sean, who else? And me. Me, you, and me, you, and. Tolu is in last, unfortunately, but. This is Mickey Mouse. This is Mickey Mouse. could potentially win. Okay, let's get it. They're all friends on the soft list. So, this week's bonus question is going to be about soccer and how the rest of the world calls it football. So, yeah. So, I feel like this one's actually pretty easy, but we'll see. So, which country has won the most FIFA World Cups? And you get, like, the full points if you know how many. Or, like, I guess you'll do, like, bonus points if you know how many. All right. uh, Can you give us a hint just just in case? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I, I know the answer already. Me and Sean, I think I know the answer. <laughs> I'm not okay. Um, that. should I give you guys like two options for the hint, like that it is? Is okay. it a Spanish uh, country? Maybe we just shouldn't do a hint. Uh, also that, or I don't a, know. Yeah, it's a it's a Latin country. I'll say that. Oh, I think I might know what it is now. I know. I know exactly who it is. I just don't know how many they won. Me and Sean literally went down at the same time. We wrote the answer down. Like, okay. If we have the same answer, I'll be insane. Do we have? Wait. Do we have to say how many they won to? For bonus. It's oh. preferred, yeah. Okay, I, I think I'm like, yeah, I think I might know this one. I don't know how many they won. I'm just gonna write I down know, each number. I know this one. I, 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 mm-hmm. the, okay. I thought this one might be more easy, so. Yeah. Mm. All right. And what is everyone's answer? Brazil six. I wrote Brazil, yeah. I wrote Brazil, Brazil eleven. I wrote Brazil I seventeen. Brazil five. Five. Sean, uh, Sean, what did you put? Brazil six. And what did you put, Tolu? Brazil five. We all got Tolu, Brazil. oh my gosh, you're actually right. Tolu fucking wins the game. I'm not I even fucking so kidding close. you guys right now. I know you. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me one question just made him jump over all of us. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just done, bro. I was one off. 
<laughs> I know you're lying right now. Wow. I, I'm not. Wow. I know you are freaking lying right now. There's wow. Only... <laughs> so I literally wow. got the number right. <laughs> oh my gosh. We really <laughs> just fucking told you. Let that sink in, y'all. We really just fucking told you, bro. <laughs> to Tolu. I, I, I have no words. I, I <laughs> feels good to me. So sponsored by Ben. And Ben will message him and he can choose whichever one he wants. Yeah, I feel like it. Don't send that man nothing, Ben. Don't send that man nothing, bro. <laughs> We really lost Tolu. I I died. died. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I actually, I'm not even kidding. When I saw his answer, I was shook. I was like, I can't believe he actually got it right. Unreal. Unreal. The man, the man, literally dropped out of high school. Don't even have a GED, but he just beat us, bro. Let that sink in. You really just. <laughs> There's something about that that's just rubbing me the wrong way, bro. That is. That is. Yeah, let's get the hot six, bro. All right, Hermie, let's, 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 let's move on, Hermie. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into the hot Three of the week. And as always, if you want your hot take on the show, just add us on social media or message us, and we might just choose yours to be on the show. So let's play the hot take of the week. Hi, my name's Jalen. I'm from Texas. My teams are the Cowboys, Lakers, and Yankees. And this is the We Hate Sports Fan Hot Take of the Week. And my hot take would have to be that I don't see anybody stopping Tampa Bay from repeating as Super Bowl champs. Uh, the fact that they're returning all their starters. Tom Brady doesn't seem like he's missed a step. Uh, I just think there's nobody stopping them from reaching the promised land once again. And that's my hot take. Mmm. 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 You're with, you're with me, TK. It's kind of like, you know what? He kind of he has a point. I mean, he's not wrong, but yeah. like, I mean, the, the NFL, I, bro, the NFL, I don't, I don't, he, yeah, I think if, if you're asking me to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the field, a lot of teams got so, yeah, a lot of teams got so much better this year. And like, look, I totally understand that Tom Brady is back and, and <clears throat> this team started clicking at a weird time, which was actually when they got in the playoffs is when their team actually reached their peak. So coming back, starting a new season, I understand. But, dude, a lot of teams a lot of teams did a lot of moves, and a lot of teams got really good this year, bro. Good teams got better. Bad teams got good. Like, it's, the NFL is not going to be – it's going to be a very, very, very weird year for, um, for football. So Jay's take, I'm going to say from me, from my point of view, it's not a wrong take. But if you're asking me from the point of view of am I taking – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 100% are the field. I mean, there, there's a couple of teams that, that I can think of that can definitely knock the Buccaneers out of the playoffs. I mean, I can name like five right now at the top of my head. So, and because of that, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't think it's a for sure thing that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I, will be back to the Super Bowl. I will say, the only team that has been able to repeat as Super Bowl champions in the past 20 years were the New England Patriots, and the quarterback for that team. We all know who Tom it is. <laughs> so if, if, if it's one team that will be able to do it, it's the Bucks because they have number 12 on that team. 
Yeah, so. yeah, but uh, PC, it was 2003, 2004. Let's not I, forget. I, I know, but as for as much as we, you know, as much as we, um, you know, claim uh, Tom on on this on this podcast, you know, I have to give credit where credits due. If, I mean, if, you, if and ahead. when, if mm-hmm. if they're able to, because like like I they, like you keep saying, you know, it, it's very hard to repeat in this league in the NFL. So, I I, I think it's a bold statement, definitely. I I but. I don't know. I, I think there, like you said, TK, there there are a couple of teams that can definitely beat the Bucks this upcoming season. John, yeah, you, want to you guys must have forgot they they brought everybody back too. They got everyone back, like everyone except for like Antonio Brown, but they brought everyone back. They could. John, did you want to say something, bro? Yeah, I think the Bucks would definitely be the favorites, but I'm just not wanting to completely count out teams like the Packers, the Rams, the Ravens. The Browns now with the addition of Jamion Clowney. The Chiefs, of course, with Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of teams that can compete. I'm not willing to say the Buccaneers are without a doubt going to repeat as Super Bowl exactly. champs. Exactly. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like the Bucks should be the favorite, but I'm 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 not I'm uh, when the Chiefs. Okay, so when the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl last year, and when the Bucks and Chiefs went, it was a different kind of feeling of people being high on the Chiefs for whatever reason. But I just. This year is just a lot different, bro. Like, I'm just not feeling that way about the Bucks. like I was feeling last year. Like, last year, before the season started, it was a couple of us on the show right now that said, Bucks are going to be there, bro. They're going to be in the Super Bowl. And we were right. But I don't have that same feeling that I had last year about the Bucks this year. Because like Sean said, he, he named some perfect teams. Every team he named was some teams that I was thinking of as well. Um, I think Titans will be there. It's, it's just it's a lot of teams. It's like, it's so many teams. Like, you can literally – Mind your business for two seconds, and then another team will just pop up in your head that'll be like, "Oh, damn, that team can beat the Bucks too." I mean, you only—it's not like the NBA playoffs where it's a seven-game series. You see a team one time, and all it takes is one bad game, and you're knocked out of the playoffs. I mean, the Bucks can have that game. So, I mean, it's gonna be a very, very, very exciting year. I think even even if you're a fan of a bad football team, I yeah. think if your if your team was one of those teams that made moves in the off season, and yes, Sean, I I am even talking about the Giants. I think you should be excited for the season because, like I said, it's going to be a very, very unique year, and bad teams are going to be good this year. That extra game, they're going to that that sixth game that they got last year, that might be a seventh, eighth game that'll get them into the playoffs. So it's going to be a very, 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 very fun year for football. I'm excited. I cannot wait. Absolutely. AFC got better, bro. Real good. Definitely. Yeah. Both conferences did. Yeah. Extremely. We haven't even got to the draft yet. That's the scary part. And the draft is. Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Rashad Bateman to the Ravens. Anyway, go on. Okay. Let's get into the crew members' hot takes of the week. Starting with you, Spicy Sean. What's your spicy take of the week? Mm. I'm not sure exactly how hot this is, but I just wanted to say, in my opinion, I think for the first time in NFL history, the NFL draft will start off with not one, not two, not three but four straight quarterbacks to start the NFL draft. It'll be Trevor Lawrence, and none of them, I believe, will be Mac Jones. It'll be Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. Okay. okay. And... TK, I like that one. Shaking his head. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the I didn't truth. say who would be picking top four, TK. I didn't say who would be picking okay, top okay. four. So here, here, here is my hot take to bounce off Sean's hot take, okay? 
Oh, my. There was a report. No, 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 no. I've already been telling you guys this, but there was a report that finally came out on Bleacher Report and ESPN that says the Denver Broncos are a sneaky team that are looking for a quarterback not named Matt Jones. Stop saying that name. We are not drafting Matt Jones, okay? So, like I said, the report yeah, says that the Broncos... So glad Trey's not here. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, and I'm sad. I'm glad, and I'm sad. But um, so yeah. So like I was saying, so it will not be Mac Jones. But here's my hot take: the Denver Broncos are going to trade up. The Dolphins have came up. The Dolphins have shown interest in actually trading. I don't know if you guys saw the report I sent, but the Dolphins have shown interest in trading that six pick. So here's how. Here's what's gonna happen. Sean, okay, it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be. Zach Wilson, it is going to be, even if it's not Matt Jones, you know what? I'll give you Justin Fields, okay? Fourth pick, it mm-hmm. will be Kyle Pitts. Fifth pick, it will be Sewell or it will be Chase. And the Denver Broncos will trade the ninth pick to the Miami Dolphins, and they will select Trey Lance. And Trey Lance will be the best quarterback that the AFC West has ever seen. Even better than oh Alex Smith God. and Patrick Mahomes. Better than every okay, single quarterback okay, ever okay. wear a jersey in the AFC West. And he is going to take Julak's job. Better He's than Peyton Manning? Back to the promise, Len. Oh, yeah. Damn, you, you got me there. I can't disrespect, my, I can't disrespect <laughs> Peyton like that. I, I, can, I will disrespect John Elway, though, because he is, he is the worst general manager of all time, bro. And please agree with me. How do you kick somebody from the video manager. chat? But yeah, how do you, know, you, know, you kick somebody? I Like Hermes cats that was on the screen. I was very under uninterested. <laughs> That's how y'all feel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, W kick. Anyway, W kick. The Broncos, the Broncos are gonna trade up to the sixth pick. Are gonna I'm gonna, are gonna trade up to the sixth pick. Um, Trey Lance will still be on the board. We're gonna draft Trey Lance. We're gonna trade the ninth and fortieth, and then um in the third rounds we're gonna get a bunch of defensive players, some offensive linemen, some more guys to put around Trey Lance. Trey Lance will not start this year. It'll be Drew Locke, but Trey Lance will be the quarterback of the future, and we will finally have our quarterback after five long years since Peyton Manning left. We will finally have a quarterback of the future, and I and we can finally be proud. Okay. TK, I, I will say, with the list I, think non, I think there's a non-zero chance that does happen. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. No, I'm saying it's, it's a possibility that that does happen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. It's, it would, it would not completely shock me. Isn't the draft next week? Ten days. Uh, Ten days to go, after. and then we're there. Damn, bro. I need to hurry up, dog. I'm ready for the draft, bro. I'm tired I'm of talking. Excited. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, Ben, what is your hot take, your spicy opinion of the week? The Wizards will make the playoffs because they have uh, won six great Love to see it. Love to Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Mm. They've won, they won six, six straight, straight games. You would know, yeah. TK. <laughs> Wait, what? Hermie, <laughs> whose side are you on? Oh <laughs> Not yours. Not yours, TK. You just got owned, bro. Actually, I'm I'm not on your side, and I'm not on TC's side right now. You guys pissed me off, so. What did I do? What? What, what did I do? 
You came for my cat. <laughs> it, I mean, your cat looked very uninteresting. Is it because she's wet? Okay, okay. Breaking news: There are seven and one in the last eight games, so they won. So that's pretty good. Yawn. Okay. <laughs> Yawn. Okay. Best they could get is best they could get is the eight seed, and they play the Sixers and would lose in four. So put some respect on Russell Westbrook's name. Okay. I will, but he's just a very overrated point guard. But that's a conversation we'll have another time. A very Go ahead. What he said? What he said? Okay. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> um, Tommy, what is your hot take? The Patriots will trade up, and they will get their future quarterback in Justin Fields. Whether you like it or not, TK, this will happen. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know who's worse. I don't know who's worse right now. Between the Patriots fan that thinks this and the Broncos fan that thinks this, neither of you are getting Justin Fields. Okay, so be, can I, okay let me stop trolling. Okay, I got this. <laughs> I was, the I was Patriots. Gonna, I was say something. The Patriots will draft Devonte Smith, and we'll, we'll be back next season. Oh, okay. See, that would be that would be an interesting pick. That would be an interesting pick. I could see that. Too bad the Eagles. Two are teams draft him. in here. I could see that. Yes, I, as I was going to say, two teams in here would have to pass on him, and I'm not sure that's likely. With Giants and Eagles both in need for a wide receiver. Yep. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see him doing. But bold choice, bold choice. Not a Unless we trade up, yeah, okay. anything can happen. So, PC, what's your spicy take of the week? Uh, this one's for you, Sean. So we can bury the hatchet on this beef that we have for right now until the playoffs. My hot take of this week is that if the Nets and the Heat do meet in the playoffs, that series will go to seven games. Hmm. But it's out. 100% relying on health. Both teams have been facing a lot of injuries and bad luck this year. I would like to say I trust the Heat's health outside of maybe Victor Oladipo. That's the one player I'd be concerned about more than I trust the Nets, who have many players to be worried about when it comes to injuries. Fair point. Okay. And Tolu, please close this out with your hot take. Go off. Do what you need to do. <laughs> Okay, we're going to get into basketball because uh, I am worried about the Los Angeles Lakers because Anthony Davis is coming back and LeBron should be on his way soon. And if they can hang on to that top, top five, top six seed, uh, it's going to be special. But this take is for, you know, the Mickey Mouse team right down the hall of the Lakers in the Los Angeles Clippers. You see... The Clippers are balling. They, 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 what, what have they, they won, what, seven out of their last games ever since they got Roger. So, now that Denver, now that Jamal Murray is injured, I don't think Denver is uh, a threat to them and to a threat because I don't, I just don't see Jokic unless he goes full Allen Iverson on him. I don't think he's going to lead them to the Western Conference Finals. So then the Clippers are the third seed. So they would probably face, let me see right here, Trailblazers. Yes. So Blazers' defense is awful. So I expect the Clippers to win that series. So my hot take is we will finally get 
that LA versus LA Western Conference Finals. And I don't want to hear no excuses from Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. They have, this is probably the easiest path they have to the Western Conference Finals. They got their point guard that Kawhi was desperately begging for. So I don't want to hear no excuses by Kawhi, Paul George, uh, Marcus Morris, Serge Ibaka. They got a team. And we and Kawhi, like I said this, I said this earlier in the I said this in past episodes. He owes us a Western Conference Finals against LeBron James. Okay? He he owes us that. He came into LA. He was taking multiple shots at LeBron James. He came in saying, like, oh, this is my town now. Okay. Now I need you to make it to the Western Conference Finals, and the Lakers have to do their part too. But I, that's LeBron. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I believe in LeBron. So my hot take is the Lakers and the Clippers will meet in the Western Conference Finals, and no excuses from Clippers fans. No excuses. None. None. That's my hot take. All right. Well, all those hot takes were very entertaining, and PC. Will you please give us your closing monologue? Definitely. Definitely. Um, episode 18. You'll know the drill in the books. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming out again. Once again, huge thanks to Ben. You can support his podcast, Off the Hook. They recently came out with a new episode that y'all can check out uh, this week. So go and give them some love over at OTH. Uh, Sean, for coming out to the podcast this week as well his first podcast I, i'd say he did uh pretty well definitely brought in some knowledge that was uh that was um not lacking but i, I think that definitely added to the podcast so um well i thank everyone for uh once again coming out for the podcast so so with the derek chavin trials coming up the verdict will be coming very soon for that trial and I think regardless of what the verdict will be, the NBA is expecting some form of protest and postponement of games to happen. And it got me thinking because they did this, they did this last year too um, with the social justice protests. And like I said, I think it was either last week or two weeks ago. I just feel like a broken record talking about talking about justice and equal rights, you know, decent equal rights for all humans. And what that cop did to George Floyd, where he put his knee on the back of his neck and kept him down for 10 minutes until he took his last breaths as a human a live human being it it's so frustrating because as a black man that could have been me that could have been tk it could have been cc it could have been ben it could have been Tolu. it could have been anybody on this call in this recording anybody in our chat it's so hard to get behind the system, a justice system that has systematically for decades now put us down as a race. It's so hard to get behind a system that has 
constantly not done the right moral thing. And whatever people think about how he died and, you know, what he was doing before he died, he still died. He still shouldn't have died. George Floyd should be alive right now. But once again, he's just another name on a list of a thousand other black, excuse me, African-American names that have been added to to a list of, of police brutality in this country. Like, there has to be, like, I'm convinced at this point, there has to be some sort of, like, bigger picture that nobody is supposed to see. Because I just don't understand why there just hasn't been change in the system at this point for something like this. So I really, really am praying to God. I am praying that Derek Shaven is proven guilty of all charges and he is sent away so he can rot in a jail cell. And it's messed up, but like the part of me really feels like that's just not going to happen because of the same record that we keep seeing played. Like it's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating and I'm ready to protest, protest protests, 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 and protests some more. If it means that we're going to get some change in this country, like, there will never be, there will never be, like, I think, a moment in this country where black people, black people will feel safe. As fucked up as that sounds. Like, I can literally walk out of my dorm right now and be pressed by like a cop that I don't know doesn't want you know is having a shitty day a shitty day quote unquote it could happen to any of us it could happen to TK if he goes to work tomorrow it could happen to CC if he walks outside for, for a cut tomorrow it could happen to Tolu it could happen to Ben it all affects us it affects everyone in our daily lives so I ask this of all of you to just pray that the right decision is made and just say a prayer that we don't have to keep dealing with this. I'm so, like I, I keep saying, I'm so tired talking about this because it's just the same thing over and over again. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We will keep protesting. We'll do, as citizens, we'll, we'll continue to do whatever we can to help in any sort of way possible. And the NBA will do the same thing as well. So will the WNBA. I, I think that should be mentioned. WNBA will be, will be doing that too. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just pray that we, we get the right outcome out of this because... I'm just I'm so sick I'm I'm so like tired of talking about it. I'm so tired of constantly having this happen to people that have the same skin color as me. So that's all I got for this man. Could I add something to this? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So like you're saying, um for those who 
may not potentially know um, in history and everything with the systemic racism. Um, basically, they had the slave catchers or people that would go and like make sure that the slaves were staying with their slave owners and everything. And once that got abolished, they said, oh, well, we need some other form to like control people of color and everything. And that is why they created the police system that we have today. It was because of racism. So for those who are saying like, oh, the police aren't like racist, it's yep. literally built upon systemic racism and people don't understand that. And it's frustrating because they don't like read the history and everything where there's proof of this. And, you know, it's been generations, generations of this continuing to happen. And the fact that we are still, you know, protesting about it to this day is that's why we're upset because, you know, it shouldn't be like this in 2021. It really shouldn't. And for those who say, oh, well, he, George, speaking of George Floyd, um, well, oh, he was on drugs. You're like, oh, he deserved it because he was a criminal. The police have no right to kill anyone, you know, unless they are in direct harm, I guess, or like, you know, they're actively shooting people, which again, back to like all the mass shootings that are happening right now, where all these people, I think one of the shootings, like he killed three people and he was able to walk away. Yet George Floyd was just, you know, going to the store, potentially had a fake $20 bill. I I'm, I keep seeing different reports about it, if it actually was fake or not, though. And then he was killed for no reason. And even if he had drugs in his system or anything, that is not a death sentence, you know? We're supposed to have a justice system that allows everyone to go through the justice system and be found guilty or not by jury, not by death, not by a police officer on the streets, which... You know, it was Derek Chauvin, and in my opinion, all the other officers should be charged, you know, just as well, because they were complicit. And unfortunately, it's not looking like that, and unfortunately, you know, we may or, um, may, or may not get Derek Chauvin even convicted. So, you know, that's just the reality. But yeah, like Casey was saying, it's, you know, it's just so frustrating. We live, happening. We live in a society where... If you're not a person of color, you can walk into a federal building with an AK-47 and not have to worry about getting shot or killed. You, we live yeah, in a society. Yeah. We live in a society where you can literally kill multiple people during a protest and not be arrested. We live in a society. Where you can accidentally shoot someone thinking that you were reaching for your taser and kill them and not have any consequences to that. How about how about we live in a society where you can be a person of color, shoot up a random church of black people on a Sunday, just giving praise to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then to top it off, get taken to Burger King. On your exactly. way to jail because you're hungry. Mm. Like, that, 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 that's America for you, bro. That's America for you. Facts. Scary. So, he meant, he meant non, non-personal color. He meant non-personal color right there. Thank for, you for correcting me, PC. Yeah. Because, you know, any of the people that actually oppose this, what we're speaking of here, or that are listening to this, 
I want you to listen very carefully because there's a pattern. There's a constant pattern that has been going on for years, years, and there's still, still no change. Why? I don't get it, man. I'll never get it. And until there's change, I don't want to get it. Because all I want at this point is change. So um, that's all I got. Um, make sure to follow our Twitter at WHS underscore podcast. Make sure to follow our Instagram at WHS underscore podcast. And yeah, you can close this out. my outro? Yeah, definitely. Right. Take us home. Take us home. Well, um, Thank you guys, everyone, so much for listening to the We Hate Sports podcast. As always, stay safe, especially with all the violence that's going on in America right now. Um, you know, all the protests and everything, the pandemic. Please stay safe. We know it's really scary out there right now. Um, but we hope you guys can try to have a wonderful week. And we hope that we can be kind of like a ray of light in your week, you know, weekly listening to us, that we can be something that, you know, you can go to, listen to us, and, like, kind of feel happy. And, you know, like Keith was saying, subscribe, follow us on social media, stay connected with us, and if you don't, Tolu will yell at you at 3 in the morning. <laughs> and, anyways. He really will, too. Podcast, she, she, I really I mean, will. She ain't, she ain't she lie. She ain't lie. I really will. <laughs> But we hate sports podcast. Out. Take care, y'all. We miss you, Trey. Man cannot serve God in the military. Take care, y'all. Yeah, we really do.